What's up, guys? It's Pete Mundo at Heartland College Sports. It is great to be with you for another show because now we get to take a break from talking about all the games. And we're going to talk plenty about the games here throughout the week. But right now, we get to talk a little bit about expansion. It's back in the conversation after some comments made by uh, Brett Yormark. Thanks for joining us on Facebook Live. We'll be on YouTube as well. If you're on YouTube, please uh, hit the like button on the video. Subscribe to the channel. Video content has been coming in fast and furious the last several weeks, and that is not slowing down. We promise you that. It's not slowing down at all. So thanks for being here on uh, Heartland College Sports. And of course, if you're on the podcast, leave that rating and review. We so appreciate you guys doing that. Subscribe as well on the uh, on the audio side of things. All right, so Brett Yormark, what did he say? Brett Yormark made some comments here this week about the Big 12 and what its next move could be. What were those comments from Brett Yormark? The Big 12 commissioner said the following. He said, quote, I don't want to get into specifics, but obviously going out west is where I would like to go. Entering that fourth time zone, Brett Yormark said. So fourth time zone means uh, Pacific Coast, right? Pacific time. That's what he wants to get into. Right now, the Big 12, if you think about it, has uh, Eastern time zone. They've got UCF, West Virginia, Cincinnati. You've got the Central time zone with the bulk of the Big 12 teams. And then you've also got the Mountain time zone. Thanks to BYU. So you've got those covered. So the next step for the Big 12, according to the commissioner, the new guy on the block, the guy who is making his presence felt, who's a savvy sports businessman, not an old school commissioner. What Brett Yormark is saying is he wants to go west and he wants to find a partner in the west coast. And that's because of TV. I heard a lot of um, upset Cincinnati, West Virginia, UCF fans saying, hey, can we get one more travel partner here on the East? I understand it. If the ACC teams were gettable, that would make sense. The ACC teams are not gettable right now because of their grants of rights. They're not going to go anywhere. You're just not going to get them. That's being realistic about the situation. That's number one. Number two, Brett Yormark is also looking at this from a TV perspective, and he's saying to himself, you know what the best play is? To get that late-night TV slot, to see if the Big 12 can get games basically from noon Eastern to midnight Eastern, if not later, maybe noon Eastern to 1 a.m. Eastern time. Try 11 a.m. Central to midnight. For those of you in the Central time zone, 13 hours of football, that's going to do some damage to your relationships, to your marriage, I can tell. All right, but I'm just saying, that's what Brett Yormark has in mind here. That's how Brett Yormark is thinking about this. He's thinking about capturing that late-night TV slot with the Big 12, doing some damage, I'm sure, to the Pac-12 in the process, which is part of his goal, and also realizing SEC, Big 10, mostly Eastern time zone, competing in that landscape doesn't make a ton of sense. But if you have a variety... If you get four time zones, coast to coast, for Brett Yormark, that for him and for this league does make a lot of sense. You're not going to out SEC or out Big Ten, the SEC or the Big Ten. You've got to think differently. You've got to think outside the box. Brett Yormark has obviously shown that he's that kind of thinker during the time that he has been the Big 12 commissioner, which has only been a few weeks, but he's not afraid to talk about it. 
You know, he's not afraid to piss off the wrong person. He's not afraid to bother somebody that might be offended by what he said. That's not who Brett Yormark is, and I appreciate that about the guy. He's not afraid of the Pac-12. Heck, he's really not afraid of the SEC or anybody else for that matter. So I, I really like what Brett Yormark is doing so far. I think he's certainly on point in how he's going about his business. And I also look at it and say to myself, if I'm the Big 12... If I'm a if I'm a president, if I'm athletic director, this is a guy that I want in charge right now. This is a guy that if you're a Big 12 fan, you should be very happy about being the commissioner. Now, uh, what else did your mark say in this statement? Wants to go to the fourth time zone, wants to go out west. He says a program that has national recognition, one that competes at the highest level in basketball and football stands for the right things, is a good cultural fit. Because our alignment right now and the like-mindedness of all our member institutions is fantastic. It's never been better. So I don't want to compromise that. And that's critically important, that there is the right cultural fit when you think about coming in and being a part of what we're building here. So if he's talking about the fourth time zone, it's pretty clear to me, and he's talking about competing at the highest levels in basketball and football, and a good cultural fit. There's only one team that comes to mind to me, and I would love your comments on Facebook Live on this right now, but there's only one team that comes to mind for me, and that team is the Oregon Ducks. The or- I mean, that's the team. West- it can't be Arizona, all right, because that's the mountain time zone. That's not, you know, Pacific time. So if you think it's Arizona, it's not. I think Arizona's a good cultural fit. I've talked about it on the show many times. I would welcome Arizona to the Big 12 with a Colorado. But Brett Yormark says he wants to go out west. Wants to get into the fourth time zone. Arizona's not in the fourth time zone. So if you're talking about fourth time zone, highest level of football and basketball and a cultural fit, it's not Washington. Washington's kind of stuffy Seattle. It's not what Washington is. And I don't think Washington has any basketball to speak of. Oregon's put together some decent basketball teams, right? So Oregon's the answer. I, You know, I mean, I'm looking at your comments now. Uh, Kurt, I totally agree it's Oregon. Would be an awesome addition. Tracy writes, uh, that means no Stanford or Cal for the Big 12. Laughing emoji. <laughs> Yeah, that's exactly no. Stanford and Cal are off the table. All right, that's not going to happen. Sorry. Uh, Donald says Arizona question mark. Oregon's not a cultural fit. Oregon. All right, but you got to meet all the criteria that Brett Yormark just talked about. Oregon's not a great cultural fit, but it's certainly a better cultural fit than Washington. Arizona is a cultural fit. Arizona doesn't get them into the fourth time zone, which is what Brett Yormark said that he wanted there, Donald. So you've got to be able to check off all three of those boxes if we're going to read between the lines on what Brett Yormark is saying here. And that's three boxes you got to check off. Fourth time zone, out west, national recognition, competes in both major sports, and is a cultural fit. I guess that's five boxes. Look at me being unable to count. All right. But the only program that comes close and really can check off all those boxes is Oregon. That's it. All right, that's that's the only one. So that's where I think Brett Yormark said he is gunning for Oregon 
in a roundabout way. That's the case that Brett Yormark made in those statements. And it's smart. I mean, I love the guy. I love Brett Yormark saying, we're going big here. Like, yes, you know, I would take the four-corner schools. I would take Colorado. I'd take Utah. I'd take the Arizonas. I'd love to have those four in the Big 12. I think it'd be a great league. Um, And think about, you know, Arizona coming to Kansas City. I'm based in Kansas City. Think about Arizona coming to Kansas City for the Big 12 tournament with Iowa State fans and KU fans. I mean, that would be outstanding. Wouldn't that be a great scene in Kansas City? at Power and Light District, having Arizona there. I know that's a basketball perspective, but you know you can make the case for Texas Tech and Arizona is kind of a natural uh, fit. The Arizona schools fit in very well for the Big 12. Colorado coming home makes a lot of sense. Pairing Utah with BYU, um, having that rivalry back in the equation would be awesome for the league. Those things matter. And I think the rivalry part of this, I'll get to here in a couple of minutes, but those things make a difference. But the main reason I thought about the four corners first off and have for the last several weeks is because when I look at it, Oregon and Washington are waiting for a Big Ten invite. I mean, they are pathetically, oh, I don't, I don't want to say pathetically, desperately, is that a fair word to use? Desperately waiting for that Pac-12, excuse me, Big Ten invite. They want to be the partners with USC and UCLA and be in the prestigious, high-paying Big Ten. That's what they want to be in. And they've met with the Big Ten. Both schools have met with the Big Ten in recent weeks unofficially, according to reports. So they think they've got a chance. But maybe the Big Ten says, you know, do we want to be the league that really kills off the Pac-12? Because they will get all the blame. Or does the Big Ten say, we got the two schools we wanted. Maybe we'll take Stanford and Cal. you got to have a couple of bottom feeders somewhere in the league, right? And we'll let the Big 12 look like the bad guys if they poach Oregon and then whoever else from the Pac-12, and then it's every man for himself, right? Maybe that's what the Big Ten is secretly thinking right now because uh, they don't want you know some kind of lawsuit on their hands, which has been also talked about throughout this conversation over the last several weeks or so since everything went crazy when USC and UCLA uh, left the Pac-12 for the Big Ten. So all of these things factor into the conversation, but if you're Brett Yormark, you're going for the big fish. And the big fish right now is Oregon. And Oregon is also a fit from the standpoint of, you know, you want to talk culturally, the flashy uniforms, the big mega donor. I mean, I think about Oregon and Oklahoma State when I have those two things in my mind. Crazy uniforms, high-flying offenses, and uh, one big mega donor. Rest in peace, T-Boone. Like, right? Doesn't that make sense to you just in terms of how you would think about the schools, how you would think about the programs? Makes sense to me. Let's see what else we've got here on uh, Facebook Live. Uh, Perry writes, surely the Big 12 would want to add more than one school from the West Coast time zone. What other school would come along with Oregon? Uh, You're right, Perry. That's a good question. That's where does Washington come into the equation just to have a travel partner up there, you know? But what if, let me ask you this question, all right? What if part of the deal here, because you know politics plays a role, Oregon says, we'll come, but we got to take Oregon State. I'd do it. I'd do it. I actually might be more interested in that. And I know you're going to say that's crazy, but at least you know when you have the pairing within a state, I know Oregon doesn't want to leave Washington, but it's a conversation to have, and the politicians can play a role in conference realignment. 
Just ask uh, people involved in Texas politics back in, you know, uh, 10 plus years ago. Or, geez, ask Texas politicians about this going back to the formation of the Big 12 and, uh, you know, the way this Southwest Conference got dissembled. Go back to that. You know that. And I know that the politics and football are different in Texas than Oregon, but I'm just saying, you know what? Bring that up. That's, that's a worthy conversation to have. Chris writes, let's get the Big 12 on TV weekly before we worry about expansion. Chris, they're going to be on TV, my man. Don't worry about that. They're going to be on TV. It's just fine. It's all good. They're going to be on TV. They're going to have a good deal. Unfortunately, it might be with ESPN. I don't love that, but it's going to be okay. Scott, Oregon and Oregon State paired together would work. Grab Utah to pair them up with BYU, maybe one more Eastern team. How about Memphis? Uh, I would be very open to Memphis. You got the FedEx money there. Uh, you got a good media market there. Uh, natural travel partner. Not a travel partner, but, you know, fits in Cincinnati, somewhat West Virginia. Uh, I'd be very open to Memphis. Yes, Utah with BYU, Oregon, Oregon State. These are great ideas you've got. got. Uh, great ideas. Chris says, let's get Nebraska back. If Nebraska knew what was good for itself, they would come back. I mean, we do need a bottom feeder in this league, right? Someone's got to be a bottom feeder. <laughs> oh, gosh. All right. Um, let me – oh, great questions here coming through. I'll get to these coming up on Facebook Live in a second. Hey, if you're in Kansas right now, where I am, Kansas City area, all right, uh, just know that sports betting is now officially legal in the state of Kansas. And if you're in Kansas, people say, Pete, how can we help the show? Just support our sponsors, our great sponsors, and DraftKings is sponsoring this show. So – the show is always going to be free. Just support our sponsors. And right now, in the state of Kansas, use our promo code when you download the DraftKings app, HCS for Heartland College Sports, HCS, and make a $5 bet and get $200 in free bets instantly. And uh, this week, Thursday night is almost here. NFL is going to be getting underway, right? Uh, bet on any pro football team of your choice. And if your team leads by seven points at any point during the game, you get paid instantly, even if your team loses. <laughs> That's a great deal from DraftKings. Download the DraftKings app. Use our promo code HCS. Get $200 in free bets instantly when you place a $5 bet on anything. Gambling problem. Getting help's your best bet. Call 800-522-4700. 21 plus. Physically present in Kansas. Eligibility restrictions apply. Bonus issued as free bets. One early win token issued at opt-in. Money line bets only. Deposit and wagering restrictions apply. Eligibility in terms at DraftKings.com slash Kansas on behalf of Boot Hill Resort and Casino. Let me get to some of these questions. Mark, what kind of message would it send to the Big 12 if the Big 12 took San Diego State out from under the Pac-12? I would love every second of it. I'm very open to San Diego State in the right situation. You know, is can you pair Oregon with San Diego State? Probably not. I mean, that's not really having a travel partner. Yes, they're in the same time zone, but what's what's Oregon to San Diego State? A couple thousand miles? That's not really a travel partner as you would traditionally think of it, right? But, I, I mean, San Diego State, very open to, very, very open to that with, uh, you know, what they've got there, new stadium, Big TV market, very much open to that. Kurt, what about adding more Florida schools with UCF coming? You know, there was always talk about UCF partnering with USF. 
I don't know how much juice USF has, but the reason I'm open to that is because of rivalries. And that's why I wanted to take this conversation right now. If we learned anything from week one, specifically the backyard brawl, which was ESPN's highest rated Thursday night opener in years, rivalries in college football are what make the sport great. Yes, it'll be cool to see USC play Michigan in the Big Ten in five years. Rivalries are what make this sport special. Rivalries are what make this sport, in my opinion, the best sport in America. And the numbers back that up. Look at the backyard brawl. Oklahoma and Nebraska is going to do a great number in a couple of weeks, even though Nebraska stinks. This sport is about the history and about the rivalries, and people still love them, they live them, and they breathe them. I want to get those rivalries as much as we can back into the equation here in the Big 12. That's why Utah, the holy war with BYU, you get that as a Big 12 league game, you put that in the late night slot, that's a staple game, you'll get a big number for that if you're the Big 12. All right, you look at UCF. If you want to talk about UCF-USF, the I-4 rivalry, that's a conversation worth having. I agree. The two Arizona schools, partner them up, right? The conversation is absolutely worth having there. So rivalries are what matter in this sport. We've seen that time and time again, and I firmly believe that it's something that the Big 12 should be looking at in terms of where they go from here when it comes to expansion. Uh, Chris, how do you think the original Big 12 would be stacking up now against the other conferences if we still had A&M, Nebraska, Missouri, and Colorado? That's a great hypothetical question. So number one, I think A&M would actually be a top 25 program consistently in the Big 12. They'd be fine. Arguably better. They might be more competitive. Nebraska. Nebraska would not be as bad as it is today had it not left the Big 12. They lost the recruiting pipeline to Texas. We all know that. I'm not predicting that Nebraska would be where it was when it was playing for that Big 12 title against Texas before they left the league. And Dominican Sue and all those guys and the crazy ending to that game. I'm not saying they'd be playing for Big 12 titles, but they would not be where they are today. Missouri and Colorado, I mean, all these schools you can make a strong case would be much better off today staying in the Big 12 than had they left, but they wanted the paycheck. Missouri wanted the SEC paycheck. They got, I, I think, a little sick of Texas and everything else. Colorado was afraid the Big 12 was going to fall apart, so they ran out west, and they kind of always wanted to be out west, it seemed like. The prestige, academic prestige of the big, uh, the Pac-12 is what they wanted. But from a pure football perspective, pure football perspective, the Big 12, with those four schools staying in the league, if Oklahoma and Texas hung around, you can make a strong case that you would have a three-headed monster of power conferences in the Big 12, SEC, and Big 10. Greg, do you think uh, Oregon's going to the Big 10 or the Big 12? I mean, my money right now would be on the Big 10 over the Big 12. I'd love to be wrong about that. But here's the thing. The Big 10 may wait. The Big 10 may sit on this for even a couple years and say, let's see how this all plays out. What does ESPN want? What does Fox want? Let's not kid ourselves. Those TV networks play a major role in conference expansion. They, in many ways, hold the cards. Bob Bowlesby was able to do what ESPN didn't want to have happen last year. 
ESPN, I will always believe, wanted the Big 12 to collapse. Bob Bowlesby, as much as people want to knock him, to his credit, he was able to hold the league together, and we're all grateful that he did because I still believe the Big 12 is going to be the third best conference in football in the country when all is said and done and the dust settles. But ESPN and Fox will play a major role. I mean, they're the ones paying billions of dollars to the leagues. Everyone talks about how powerful the leagues are and the commissioners are. ESPN and Fox are the ones paying the money for the product. So they're ultimately going to have a big say in what happens. If they want the Pac-12 to stay alive in some capacity, they can make the Pac-12 stay alive in some capacity. They can absolutely do that. And uh, it's just kind of a wait-and-see approach to see exactly how that plays out. So the story tonight, Brett Yormark, the Big 12 commissioner, uh, making these comments that he wants to go out west, enters the, he wants to enter the fourth time zone, and he wants a program that has national recognition, competes at the highest levels in basketball and football, and is a good cultural fit. The only school I can think of, and a lot of you agree with me on the comments I'm seeing, the only school I can think of that fits all of that is the Oregon Ducks. And I like going for the big fish, baby. I like trying to land those big dogs. And that is what Brett Yormark was brought in to do. And we'll see if he can make it happen. But it's something to watch. All right, we've got uh, plenty more content coming your way this week. I will be dropping my picks against the spread on Friday on the podcast on YouTube as well. So be sure to look out for that because it is going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Actually, I think I might do that tomorrow night here on Facebook Live and YouTube. So make sure you are subscribed to our YouTube channel. Hit the like button on there. Appreciate you guys doing that. A lot of more content coming on YouTube, Facebook Live. We love you guys and uh, the podcast. Rate, review, subscribe. We've got more content coming your way. We've got a free Heartland College Sports koozie for you. Let me show that to you on the uh, video side. Get the koozie, Heartland College Sports koozie. When you leave a rating and a review on the podcast, send me a screenshot to Pete Mundo, M-U-N-D-O, at heartlandcollegesports.com. So appreciate you guys. Don't forget about our friends at DraftKings. If you're in Kansas, use our promo code HCS. Bet 5 bucks. Win $200 in free bets. A lot of content on the site as well at heartlandcollegesports.com. Love you guys. Have a great night. We'll talk to you. Great night, great day, depending on when you're listening. And we'll talk to you soon. Take care.